0: welcome 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 hope you guys are feeling amazing happy and healthy and inspired to launch your businesses or expand and refine your existing businesses. Today we're talking about why I really don't advise that you save money to start your business now I know this might be a crazy thing to hear and I'm gonna dive more deeply into it because it's it, you know as much as it's a blanket statement and you kind of need that for the titles so people understand what's being spoken about. Um, you know the philosophy is 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 there, but I I want to kind of dive into the nuance of of what I mean when I say don't save money to start your business. I was speaking to someone recently, and she was really excited and inspired to launch um, her GSPAR business. And so we were having a conversation about kind of where she was and what the next steps were, and she said something to me that it actually kind of stood out. And this is something that I actually hear a lot. And I felt like it was worth addressing. And she was saying how she was going to take the next number of years to kind of work at her job, and and she just wanted to slowly make strides towards launching her business. But she wanted to save up so that she could buy, um, you know, certain things for her company. And I, I was asking her. I said, okay, well, how much time do you think you're, you're going to want to save? And she said, you know, a number of years, maybe two years, I believe. And she said, by the end of those two years, I'm going to have, you know, X number of dollars. I think it was like to make fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. And while i understand the um, inspiration i should say because for myself personally i've always in many ways you know if they paid for things cash it's just because i really have in the past had an aversion to getting loans and making payments on things and owing people money and there's just a personal thing that i've had around that and so um you know because i have had the means in situations, you know, I, I bought a house recently, I bought a cash, um, and I just didn't want to get a loan, right? It's just part of what's to happen. But I also, as an entrepreneur, have learned the importance of leverage, leverage for the sake of utilizing your money in the most intelligent way, because there's a lot of things that you can do with money um, that having getting loans or maybe getting investors allows you to do. Another thing is just time. An acceleration, right? If you're someone and you have all the money to start your business, then obviously it doesn't apply to you because you don't need to spend time to save up to start your business. But if you're in a situation where you want to launch a company and it's going to take you two years to save, you know, maybe a fraction, you know, maybe 10%. Twenty percent of what it's going to cost you to actually launch, you haven't really gotten that far, and it's taken you quite a lot, lot of time. And in that two-year period of time, you know your market may start to get saturated, and there might be more competitors. And you want to make sure you're, you know, early in the movement of getting started in your business. And so, to me, what I want to address is that this is a mentality that people have, and it's a mentality that. Um, Uh, And not just a mentality, but it's also a uh, lack of experience and knowledge and awareness that, you know, ninety-nine percent of the businesses that you see are financed through investment capital or loans. Right? These are the two primary ways that businesses get started and businesses grow. And if we don't get to the place where we get familiar with the skill set of raising money. And the need to raise money at times, then we're doing ourselves a huge disservice, and we're oftentimes thinking too small, because the that skill set in particular is one that every great entrepreneur should have. Because let's say even for example, you did have enough money to start your own location in the first location, you had all of it. You know, you got a few hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Who knows what happened? Maybe you sold the house, maybe you inherited some money, but you've got the money that you need to launch this business guess what? If you want to open up a second store and you want to do it in a reasonable amount of time, you're still going to need to raise money from investors and a bank because even if your business is going well and you're netting, you know, let's say in the second year you net 200 grand, I really wouldn't advise you invest a hundred percent of your capital again in starting the next location because you know you've got living expenses, maybe just for yourself or for your family. You're going to spend, and I don't know where you're located, but maybe you spend a hundred thousand dollars a year just to live, and then you've got an extra hundred thousand dollars, and it takes you one hundred and fifty to two hundred. So to start a next location, so that's going to take you another, you know, two years. So just for the sake of time and growth, you. Want to get comfortable with understanding the value of leveraging other people's money, banks' money, investors' money, right? This is so important. It's so critical. And it's something that we really have to expand our mind state around because oftentimes we're not comfortable with it. We're not familiar with it. We don't even know that that's possible in some instances. If you're really, really new to business, you may not actually have thought that most of the businesses out there. And I mean, when I say 99.9%, I mean that you know, majority of businesses get started with other people's money. And so in this business and in this industry, it can be capital intensive to a certain degree. And it's all relative as well. I don't really like to make that statement because it just depends on what kind of business you're in. You know, you look at companies like Tesla and they're starting an auto, manu- they're an auto manufacturer. It's taking, you know, billions and billions of dollars that they've got from loans Um and in investors to finance this business because even though Elon Musk was a billionaire, he would r- run out of money because you know he might have had a few billion, but I don't know how much they've invested in starting the business so far, and it's in the, maybe the tens of billions. So you have to just think that in order to have a vision that's, that's bigger than you, don't limit the vision by what you feel like you have access to right now financially or what you think you're gonna have access to in the next year or two years, right? think about the fact that, yeah, it's fine if you want to invest some of your own money into the business, but you don't have to, right? You can put a business plan together or reach out to us and have us put a business plan together for you and then present that to investors, present that to banks and have a conversation with them about what the opportunity is. Banks are a bit different and I've talked about this, I think, in other episodes, but banks generally, you know, they structure the, your their investments as loans. They don't take equity in businesses. They just get a interest on whatever amount that it is that they give you. Whereas investors can structure things as loans, but they oftentimes want equity in a business. And so they're going to take a percentage of your company. And so there's there's a bit more that goes into that and 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 we can talk about that in more detail. Um, if you do want to discuss how we can help you and just have this conversation, reach out to me, Andrew at But overall, what I want you guys to get is expand your thinking when it comes to the financial aspect of starting your business. Sometimes people believe, well, I don't have the money, so I can't start my business, or I only have X amount of dollars, so I'm going to start with whatever I can do with X amount of dollars. I've got 50 grand, so let me start this kind of business because I know I can do it for 50 grand. And yes, if you can't raise money from investors or a bank, then okay, that's something that you have access to. And so, you know, do the best you can with what you have. But sometimes people don't even realize that that's an option. So I wanted to expose you guys to this and and help you guys realize how important it is to leverage other people's money for the sake of accelerating your business growth, limiting your liability in some situations as well, and overall exposing you guys to a new tool that you might not have realized was out there and accessible so that you could start your businesses sooner than later and not have to wait a number of years for you to save up a fraction of what you'll need to actually start. So I hope this helps. And as always, wishing you guys a lot of success. This is Andrew McFarlane with the Juice Bar Experts podcast. We're here to create a world where there are more juice bars and smoothie cafes and healthy food service businesses than there are unhealthy food service businesses because it's really the only way that we're going to make the world a healthier place. So until next time, take care.